Assalamu alaikum, and thank you for joining us for this third episode of Positively Muslim, a podcast centered around the connection of Muslim practice to the process of healing, transforming, and thriving as human individuals. My name is Ali Al-Ashram, aspiring partner and shine to our guide on the show, Tarif Shreem. In this installment of Positively Muslim, we'll take a look at how our thoughts connect to ourselves and others. So let's jump right in. Tarif, in the last episode, you explored the impact of thoughts on our reality, including how they affect our brains. A phrase we come across now is mind-body connection. Can you help us understand a bit more about this concept and how real it is? Alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam rasulullah. And again, um, I'm quite grateful for this opportunity to have these very important conversations about how do we transform ourselves, how do we bloom and blossom in our lives. And we spoke about you know, in the last episode of the impact of thoughts. And your question about this mind-body connection is very relevant. And it's a concept that we really need to explore. So thoughts and beliefs, as we said, are quite powerful. But as we have actually seen from uh, all kinds of studies that have been conducted on thoughts, is that they can actually defy logic. There is more and more evidence that seems to indicate that our thoughts influence not just behavior, but our entire reality and how our bodies and environment respond to us. It's often ridiculed, actually, as and, you know, passed off as nonsense. Um, you know, this whole, again, mind-body connection and, and the impact of our thoughts on changing the reality of things. A lot of people, again, scoff at this, ridicule the notion, but the evidence for it is quite powerful. So as far as this mind-body connection, we've all heard of the famous placebo effect um, and the experiments that, uh, you know, test that concept of the placebo effect. So these experiments seem to establish and confirm a powerful link, actually, between our minds and our bodies. For example, one experiment showed that patients with osteoarthritis of the knee who underwent placebo arthroscopic surgeries, so these are not real surgeries, they were made to believe that they were undergoing arthroscopic surgeries, so these patients were just as likely to report pain relief as those who received the real procedure. So this doesn't mean that surgeries don't work. That would be a crazy conclusion to draw from this. And we have to be extremely careful about how, how we read and interpret these studies. Uh, we're not equipped to actually you know, interpret studies. This is left to the scientists. But this experiment is real. And the conclusions of it are real. And what they're showing is the powerful impact of our beliefs and thoughts on our bodies. Another example uh, is an interesting one. And I'm always astounded as, as, as to the outcome of this study that has taken place in the 1980s when a science team went to the Himalayans uh, and studied monks uh, and what they can do with their bodies. So this team of scientists looked at these monks and through one experiment, they had them meditate. And they, the studies showed that these monks who meditated uh, for a good amount of time were able to raise the temperatures of their fingers and their toes by as much as 17 degrees. So it has yet to be determined how these monks are able to generate such heat by nothing but the sheer power of their thoughts and their meditation. In another interesting study, and this one makes me laugh all the time, uh, a group of people 
who were put through this experiment were told that they were getting um, real beer, alcohol. And after consuming the alcohol, believe it or not, these subjects became uh, you know, intoxicated. They felt actually intoxicated, even though what they consumed was not alcoholic beverages, but non-alcoholic beer. But nonetheless, after the experiment, they were actually feeling intoxicated. So it gets even more spooky than this. So can thoughts change the outcomes of an event? That's a, it's a question, legitimate question to ask, as crazy as it sounds. Again, the question is, can thoughts change the outcome of an event? This might not be detectable on events uh, we go through in our lives on a big scale. But the interesting thing is that if you look at things at the subatomic level, which means the level underneath the atom, which is very small, as we'll talk about shortly, the situation is actually quite different. We don't know very much about our universe, including the universe within ourselves and the universe that is external to us. But as we study smaller and smaller particles within our bodies and in the outside world in order to understand more about what we're made of, we seem to discover more things that just don't make any sense, but nonetheless are real. So what is our imp- the impact, again, of thoughts on matter? We've explored before how our thoughts and beliefs literally reshape and re-sculpt our brains. But let's take this further. Everything around us, including ourselves, is made up of matter. We're made up of matter, and this matter is made up of tiny particles that are called atoms. And, uh, you know, you cannot see these atoms because they're very tiny. Lots of atoms packed together, joined together to make up matter that you can actually see. How big is an atom? An atom is a million times smaller than the thickest human hair. Again, an atom is smaller, a million times smaller than the thickest human hair. And we've said this before, atoms are, you know, 99.9999% empty space. So again, we see our hands and we believe that it's solid and we can hit a wall and feel the pain of it. But believe it or not, 99.9999% of the atoms that make my hand and your hand is actually empty space. But nonetheless, we don't see that. So these atoms contain subatomic particles such as protons and electrons and neutrons that we, you know, many of us have studied in physics back when we were in school. This is what constitutes the atom. The rest of it is actually empty space. Now, you know, Einstein, uh, we're all familiar with Einstein, predicted that these subatomic particles, protons and electrons, can actually behave as both waves and particles. You know, particles, again, is what makes up matter. It's the solid stuff. But he actually said that the subatomic particle can also behave like waves of light. You know, we think of light as nothing but waves, not matter. Although it is actually can behave as both. But he's saying that the subatomic particles that make up our molecules, atoms and molecules, can behave both as particles and as waves. We don't have to really understand the physics behind it, but let's just focus on the concept here. So there is this famous experiment in quantum physics. And I can tell you, Ali, after I've studied this, it really reshaped uh, everything that I think about in terms of this existence. It really did a number on me uh, because it is spooky. So this famous experiment uh, done decades ago in 
what's called quantum physics, which is the physics of the subatomic particles. It's the physics that studies the smaller things, not the cosmos or the big things. So this famous experiment called the double split ex- split experiment um, is a bit complicated, as I said, and, and you know, but it's it's this you know we're using it here to. Uh, illustrate the concepts that we're talking about, about the impact of thoughts and beliefs on matter. So in this experiment, when they place this camera to observe these subatomic particles that make up the atoms, that make up the molecules that you and I are made of, so when they place these cameras and they start shooting these subatomic particles uh, through a slit that is sitting in front of this screen to observe, you know, how these particles are behaving. So when they placed the camera to observe them, these particles they found out acted as nothing but particles, similar to what you would observe if you shoot tiny sand particles through a slit. You're going to see a pattern of these particles on the screen. However, and this is where the spooky part is, when no equipment, when no cameras were placed to observe the subatomic particles and they just looked at the screen, those particles behave like waves. They didn't see this pattern of, uh, you know, like the sand particles. They found the pattern of waves when, again, the camera was not placed. It's as if those particles knew that someone was looking at them. So when someone was looking at them, they behaved in a certain way. When someone was not looking at them, they behaved in a certain way. And this is, you know, again, makes no sense. So at the subatomic part- level, particles are affected by whether we're looking at them or not. Physicists call this the observer effect. The question is, we as human beings are made up of these molecules, atoms, and subatomic particles. So how come we don't experience these changes on a big scale? Well, scientists have mixed opinions about this, but what is certain is that things at the subatomic level are influenced by whether they're being observed by you and me or not. The conclusion is essentially this. The way you look at things changes how they behave, which can mean, you know, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at start to change. This is quite powerful in terms of the impact of our thoughts and beliefs on what we experience in our lives. Uh, We've already seen the powerful link between the mind and the body from the examples we discussed earlier. Again, uh, very spooky stuff, but it's all real. What about the impact of our beliefs and thoughts on people around us? Again, very important question. We explored the question of the impact of our thoughts and beliefs on our own, on, you know, bodies, on our minds, on our brains. We've, we spoke about the impact of our thoughts and subatomic particles. They're literally changing their behavior. So thoughts are not trivial. But the question, as you posed, is, you know, do we have this ripple effect on people around us by virtue of nothing but our thoughts, you know, and the question is yes. Uh, thoughts continue to grow beyond our expectations. They're rippling out when we think them beyond our expectation. So these ripples uh, are not just impacting us. They're actually impacting others around us, everything around us in ways that are very profound. There is ample evidence of the spread of emotions like happiness or depression. Uh, these thoughts and emotions spread out like viruses spread. And we're very familiar now with the spread of viruses because of the coronavirus. 
in the same way that viruses transmit and, 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 and spread out without us seeing them, our thoughts, emotions, feelings, and ultimately behaviors spread in the same way. There's been lots of studies that have shown that, the, that there is a whole range of phenomena that can be transmitted through networks of people, of communities, in ways that are not entirely understood. Uh, happiness and depression spread that way. Uh, they ripple out, uh, you know, spreading across circles of people and communities. Obesity, believe it or not. Drinking and smoking habits spread out in the same way. Uh, poor health, the inclination to turn out and vote in an elections. A test for certain, you know, a taste, excuse me, for certain um, uh, music or food. A preference for online privacy. Even the tendency to attempt or think about suicide. All these have been shown through experiments and studies that have been conducted to be able to transmit and ripple out impacting entire communities. These behaviors essentially ripple through networks exactly like those pebbles that are thrown into a pond. Uh, who could have thought that you know our moods, feelings, and behaviors can be you know have that power to influence others around us in in such profound ways? Now, the same effect can you know be actually observed with thoughts. It's not just the feelings and the emotions and and the behaviors. Thoughts ripple out in the same way, even if you don't articulate those thoughts. When we dwell on a thought, you're programming not just your own mind and changing your own brain. Uh, this thought that you're thinking and you're dwelling on is rippling out and impacting things around you in ways that you cannot even imagine. The idea that everything is purposeful uh, can really change the way we live to understand that indeed everything that you do has a ripple effect. Every single word that you speak has a ripple effect. Every single action that you make has a ripple effect, not just on you, but on people and the planet around us. All that leads us to this very powerful concept that you know most of us have already heard of, this law of attraction. Again, the law of attraction. Uh, this law says that what you draw into your life is that which you constantly think about and focus on, good or bad. So the impact of thoughts is not just that they impact how you see the world around you, but they impact even reality itself and what you end up experiencing. And that's what's called the law of attraction. Now, the question that we should think about, and I'm sure many would ask, is how real is that concept? Do we, should we really believe that our thoughts can alter reality? I know, again, it sounds uh, to be quite you know, fictional and, and unreal. And uh, you know, this concept of the law of attraction was actually popularized, which makes things even worse. It was popularized by, by some authors and books, especially those that uh, sought to sell the idea that everyone can become very wealthy if they simply think the right thoughts. So people exploited this concept and they went out and sold it to people. And, you know, most people are unassuming. Uh, they're not familiar with the science behind these things. So they bought into this idea and they thought they can just think thoughts and they become, become wealthy. And these books sold, you know, in the hundreds of millions of dollars. Well, it's not that simple, as we can imagine, you know, just because I think I thought it's not going to just alter reality in the way we think. Uh, however, the concept holds a lot of truth. As we've illustrated earlier through the mind-body connection and the experiments around it and through how our minds actually change our brains and how we interpret things. 
but it's very complex and not as simple as many people made it to be. Uh, the lesson, though, is this. The mind is quite powerful and can impact our realities in a very, very deep and profound way. So when you change, again, the way you look at things, you can change, you yourself will change inside out. And the things you also look at will begin to change. We can either wreak havoc or bring peace, healing, and positive changes in our lives by just altering how we think and you know, choosing what we believe in. If you consistently and intentionally nurture truthful thoughts and expectations, uh, you know, and when you work on your feelings, on your emotions, you know, everything in our lives will begin to change. Everything is actually rooted in our thoughts. But what is astounding is that when we work on our thoughts and nurture truthful thoughts, everything begins to change from emotions, our energy, our brain will begin to change, our health our well-being, people around us will actually begin to change even. And the reality itself, our reality internally and externally will begin to shift and change in profound ways. Now, in the future, we're going to explore very fundamental questions again, again, you know, about thoughts and, and, and working with our thoughts. Thanks as always, Tarif, for the tutelage. And thank you to all those listening for your time and attention. As you alluded to, uh, just a moment ago, Tarif, in the next episodes, we plan to keep exploring the impact of our thoughts on our lives and lay the groundwork for future conversations on how to become conscious of our thoughts, how to work with our thoughts, and how to actually begin the process of rewiring our minds and breaking our ineffective thought patterns. The Positively Muslim Podcast is a project of the Center for Muslim Life at Maryland. If you find benefit in this program, please find more CML content and consider supporting the organization at cmlmd.org. Thank you again. Wassalamu alaikum.